0: Welcome back to Get Outside with Kids, the podcast that helps you spend more time outside with your family. This is Jen and Kate, and we are excited to be joining you again tonight from the same time zone for the first time in a little while. I have just returned from my home country, Australia, in case you hadn't guessed it from my accent, and I have just come back to Vancouver. Jen, forgive the jet-lagged face, Forget the je- forgive the jet-lagged voice. We are struggling with the time zone ch- change after only getting in yesterday, but we
1: are home. I know. I'm so impressed that you're on, Kate. I think we were just chatting before we hit record, and it's like technically midday tomorrow for you. So I can't even imagine getting back. And uh, based on our preliminary conversation, sounds like the girls have been, there's been going to be quite some adjustment going forward with their time zones and their sleeping too. Oh
0: yeah. If you've ever dealt with
1: massive time
0: changes, like 16 hours and 24 hours or 26 hours, I think door-to-door of traveling, then uh, yeah, jet lag with kids is fun. It is so fun. Um, luckily for me, my husband had returned from the trip earlier. So, he was fresh and ready to help out at like 4am when our kids were up singing songs and playing games. So, fun times. I guess this trip, you know, I've been away back in Australia for five weeks. Um, and, you know, the thing that kind of stuck out to me and Jen is that real contrast between um, when you're at home, where which I was, um, in my hometown of Perth, Western Australia, and around family how that's actually different from when you live away from home. Both Jen and I uh, have chosen to live in the Vancouver area. Jen's from Ontario. I'm from Australia. Neither of us have much family. I don't have any family around here. I mean, Jen, I kind of count you as family I
1: mean, I'm family, but that's (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> other than that, um, we don't have much family. So we're just kind of reflecting on that kind of difference and also some of the ways that you can make your life easier make getting outside with kids a little easier when you do live away from your hometown and from your family.
1: Yeah, I think it was really good kind of just reflecting on that. You know, If you live in a place where you don't have a lot of family support and that could still be your hometown or it could be like us if, you've, if you're kind of a bit of an expat and living somewhere new. Um, one thing Kate and I have realized is you really need to create that new family where you are in that hometown. If you don't have, I mean, grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles um, are some of the best support you can have for your family, but not everybody has that. And for a multitude of for different reasons, um, small family sizes, different health reasons, or people just living all over the place. And so it's really kind of reminded Kate and I, especially as the ch- kids get a little bit older, we're kind of out of that baby, baby stage where it's very hard to kind of hand your kid off to somebody else. Uh, but really you have to ask for more help from your friends. And I think that's something Kate and I have talked about being a lot more conscious of going forward because sometimes even that break for like, a couple of hours in the afternoon, uh, so maybe you can get outside, away from your kids, if you need that little mental health break. It's something really important, or it just gives you that break from your kids to run a couple of those errands on your own quickly, so that when you come back, you can get outside as a family again. Instead of having to drag your kids to the grocery store, and by the time you're ready to go outside, everyone's had a meltdown, and you just kind of cancel the plans altogether.
0: It's the advice that you hear a lot for for parents, which is you know you need to make sure you're looking after yourself first. I think in the context of our show and of what we really Really believe in getting outside with kids. Um, when we spoke to Dr. Melissa Lamb earlier this year, it was an awesome episode. You should go check it out if you haven't listened already. Melissa Lem is amazing, um, and she was talking about the health benefits that we get from time in nature. And so, those health benefits can be for all kinds of conditions. Obviously, you can speak to a healthcare professional about it. But for our, we know for our own mental health, um, if we're having a hard day, being able to get outside by yourself for a 20 minute walk in nature, or something like that, can really help. But if you live away from your hometown, you live away from family, you don't have much support. It can be really hard to find that time, um, and you can't enjoy time outside with your kids when. You're you're feeling fried when you're feeling stressed. Um and so making sure that you you find a way to fit that into your day, which is really hard, Jen, when you're working <laughs> full time jobs and you've got your kids in daycare uh, or before and after school care and everything's
1: a sort of rush, 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 it can be really hard to find that time. Yeah. The other thing we were kind of saying was I think sometimes we need to cut ourselves some slack. Um, you know, on some of the episodes we have talked about the benefits of, you know, that a kind of extended unstructured play outside. And that is Huge for kids. The reality is, for most families, if you're, you know, a two parent home and two parents are working full time jobs, trying to find like two extra hours in the day to play unstructured outside is not a reality for most families. Um, Especially for those of us who live in the city, we no longer have that big backyard to play in anymore. We have this like very tiny, small fenced in area behind us that I would not consider secure enough to leave my children in unattended. And so just being able to kind of shoo your children out onto the backyard or to the street isn't a reality for how we live anymore. So oftentimes during the week, I just have to be like, you know what? maybe it's 15 minutes outside today, maybe it's that walk to the mailbox, or maybe it's 20 minutes after supper that we can squeeze in, because that's all the time we have. And so I think for a lot of families, instead of going, well, if I can't get the full 45 minutes of unstructured time outside, it's not worth it. It's not an all or nothing mentality. It's like, Even sometimes 5 to 10 minutes outside for me or when your kids are just jumping off the walls can just make enough of a difference for some breathing room to get a little bit of that nature benefit inside. Um, And just to, again, to kind of work in the practice of getting outside more often.
0: Some of the big differences that I think kind of hit home for me uh, for people who live close to family um, or uh, close to their hometown I mean, obviously there's the big one which is childcare, where grandparents can help with childcare and they can help watch your kids and they can kind of take take some of that pressure off you so that you don't have to rush to pick up your kid because you know that somebody else is there and is and is hopefully taking their kid out for a great experience somewhere, you know. So lots of examples, lots of amazing grandparents um, of friends and family in Australia who are really engaged and excited to take care of the kids and to take them out to do something fun at the park or whatever. Um, but I think it's important to recognise if you live away from home, the financial consequence of not having that. Jen and I have both um, unhappily, I'd say, paid for full time daycare for our kids for years and years and years and years. Um, and childcare reform can't come quick enough. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I think by the time yeah. we get to the ten dollar day for everyone everywhere, it'll be it'll be a bit late for us because our kids will have gone out of that, gone out of that. But I think it's important to recognise that. Um, you might be finding it hard to find time to get outside with your kids because of the financial pressure you're under. Because you don't have any childcare support, you don't have anyone else who can watch the kids, so you have to pay for it, um, and that could add in uh, financial stress as well. So I think I think with all of these things, it's recognizing that that's it's okay. Like it's we've made those choices, Jen and I, and our families. Um, there are financial consequences to choosing to live away from home um, and away from places where you might have more family or even more friends support. The, the thing that I thought was awesome in Australia, and to those of you who are listening in from Australia, hopefully I had a chance to catch up with you as well, because I, firstly, Jen, I spoke to a lot of friends and family who listened into the show and it was Yay. so awesome to hear from all of you about what you've been enjoying um, and my friends. You know, the friend who was telling me about his cross-country um, camping trip with his family and how he was comparing that to my parents' trip, or the friend who was telling me about how she's been taking her nephews out for more time outside um, because she's been listening into the show and lots of others who've been who've been tuning in. Um, Firstly, very grateful that you're listening in and that you we were able to catch up all home um, but also just it's just so nice to be in a hometown where you have kind of a built-in group of friends and not everybody has that but I guess I do in Australia <laughs> and to have to be able to just get together with a bunch of friends and all their kids and it's like instant friends for your kids as well Jen like, my kids made friends instantly with my friend's kids. I was like, oh, this is so easy. And it only took a couple of messages to get like 15 of our kids all together. Um, So I think that recognizing if you have moved away from home, you might not have that. And if you recognize that you're missing that, you can kind of take steps to make it better. But sometimes living away from home just feels... Overwhelming, and you're not really sure why that could be one of the reasons. I think that's definitely hit home for me after this trip is how different my group of friends is here, um, and how much more I want to be able to have good, fun times with my friends here sometimes with kids, sometimes without. And that those two are really important,
1: yeah. You didn't have like too much fun in Australia where, like, you want to move back know, to Australia, Kate? Okay? That's not, not what we're saying, <laughs> that's not what we're saying, right? Okay. You would be, man, I was
0: asked that so many times when I was back, like are you ever coming back? Are you, is this forever? And I was like, well, never say never, but you know, we're happy in BC. And then I came back Jen, at like 5 PM on a Saturday and it was gray and wet and cold and gloomy in Vancouver. I was like, what the hell am I doing? But anyway, no, no, I'm happy here.
1: Oh no, it's, (laughs) it's wonderful here. We love Vancouver. It's so, uh,
0: It's It's so lovely.
1: Uh, We are going to have another episode on the differences about international traveling with your children. So, listen in to that coming up. Uh, But I think, you know, with chatting with Kate and myself, that I think sometimes as parents and especially as moms, there's that level of guilt. Like even ourselves doing this podcast. And then I'm like, oh but gosh, did I get them? Did I get my own kids outside enough this weekend? I mean, I have a whole podcast about getting my kids outside. And what if I <laughs> miss a day? You know, there's so much guilt around that. And then I have to realize, you know, I was solo parenting this weekend. My husband was away, actually having some wonderful outside outside time in Whistler. And some days you're just doing the best that you can. Like that Saturday that Kate is referring to, I was also solo parenting. And It was the kind of day where that rain was just coming down sideways all day. Uh, and my children uh, got outside to walk to a play date down the street for five minutes in each direction. And that was it. It was one of those days where as a solo parent, I just could not muster up uh, the strength to get them back outside in that kind of gloomy, pouring, pouring rain kind of day. And so we just didn't. We just didn't go back outside again because I just couldn't face it. And I think it's okay to be, even if you're the host of a podcast called Get Outside With Kids, that not every day or not every weekend is going to be perfect.
0: Absolutely. Um, (laughs) and I feel the same way. I feel like sometimes I have this guilt over like... It's kind of that imposter. Like, who am I to have a podcast about getting outside with kids when I failed on this one day? I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Jen, during that 24 hour period, we got outside zero minutes because we were in airports and planes. Fun. I think, you know, the there are there are benefits to living away from home and from, from your family. Um, I don't mean that to sound harsh. <laughs> so <say laughs> what are you that. saying, Kate? <laughs> yeah, friends and family listening in because I don't like it. No, it's not because of that. It's because when you actually are there, you really have to commit and prioritize to each other. And so, for the five weeks that I was there, particularly with my parents, but also with my family and my friends, really, we had amazing time with them. And we spent a lot of time, it's summertime there. We spent a lot of time outside. We all made time and space to be able to do that Um, and it was really special in a way that I think if I lived just down the road from them it'd be more of a kind of once a week kind of thing you see each other but it wouldn't feel as special whereas everything we did while we were there felt like this is an amazing picnic there was also the picnic where my kids ended up running away from me nude into (laughs) almost running into traffic but you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a day in Australia special day as
0: well (laughs) That happened. We survived.
1: It will be memorable, though. You'll we'll always remember the picnic where your children ran away nude. See? It's and, a good yeah, conversation running, starter.
0: They were running around going, naked baby, naked baby. I was like, oh my gosh, and all like all of my family was there. Um, anyway, that was quality time with my
1: family too. <laughs> see, quality time, quality time.
0: So I think that's a real benefit though. When you when you have to make the effort to travel to see a family, you really make time for special moments and you plan a little bit more um, and you don't have those like, oh, well, I've got to go to a doctor's appointment or I've got to go run an errand or I've got to go to the pharmacy to do that thing or I've got to do the grocery shopping or whatever it is. Um, you can kind of let some of that stuff go and you pro. Probably- prioritize being together which is actually an advantage to it and it helped us spend more time outside with my kids when I was on holiday it also helped that it's beautiful summer and my parents live right near the beach but anyway
1: thanks kate i think kate's just on here to make us all jealous here tonight of her wonderful um, australia trip um so we're i think going
0: snowboarding summit- right jen we're going snowboarding yeah, this week because this i need week- to be reminded of the awesome things in vancouver
1: yes <laughs> yeah and we're finally getting more snow here in vancouver we had a little bit of, a, a, little bit of a, a dry spell of snow wise uh so i think today for us we just really wanted to recap you know some of our guests you know have their lives set up in a way that enables them to spend so much time outside. And that is truly amazing that they're, Their life and their resources have come together that way. And if you're one of those people who've been able to prioritize the outside or the space that you have, or you have family nearby, that's absolutely phenomenal. And other people, we've made different choices. Some of us don't have a lot of family, and some of us live away from our family. Some of us have, uh, you know, we have to be working full time jobs to support, uh, you know, the homes that we live in and other things in our lives. And so, wherever you might be listening in, for us, we just want you to take away, you're doing a fantastic job, uh, you know, taking small steps to add a few few minutes each day or each week to getting your kids outside really does make a difference. Um but we don't want you to feel like you're failing if you miss a day, a week, you've got a bad month of things going outside. Sometimes life just gets crazy. And it's also really hard when you don't have a lot of other support to support you in other areas for getting your kids outside.
0: Yeah, I think as well the thing, the action that you can take as well that I think Jen and I, you know, continue to work on is creating that family for yourself, that group of friends for yourself. I'm a bit lazy about making friends. So ideally it's like somebody will introduce me to their friend and then, oh, great. They've already vetted you as a friend. So, great. Uh, We can be friends too now. But recognizing that you need to nurture those friendships where you can, even if it's just one or two close friends who also have kids, ideally, Um, but kind of creating that little community around yourself. I think the other thing, Jen, that I thought was really interesting um, that I've never really thought about as much was the fact that I only have friends of my generation here and Mm. that missing that kind of connection to like an older generation or even the younger generation, like my cousin, who's, you know, a decade younger than me but recognizing as well that maybe is there a way through I don't know a work friend or somewhere a neighbor someone you can go to who you know maybe you can kind of nurture that relationship with somebody who's a little bit older because sometimes when you're in the trenches you and I Jen are in the trenches together sometimes and we're like yeah we're both just struggling and you just need somebody to be like you're gonna make it out it's gonna you're gonna survive this (laughs) it's going to be okay. Um, so looking for those opportunities to make older and and maybe younger friends too. Um, and and recognizing that you might have that in your hometown, but you, I, I certainly don't have that in Vancouver.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. I had a great dinner out with some uh, wonderful women who have older children um, and hearing about the trenches that they're in with teenagers. Gosh, it made me appreciate having only toddlers and uh-huh. small children. <laughs> Uh, Because there are certainly different challenges at every stage of parenting. uh, But it gets like you said, like you feel like you're in the trenches on this one zone. And then you hear about, uh, you know, other challenges that are coming and you're kind of like, you know, maybe the toddler years aren't so bad after all. So yeah, I think having that different groups, different ages of friend groups just gives you more perspective on parenting. And often we just don't have that when you're kind of, like you said, like me and you, exactly the same life stage.
0: If you're feeling lonely, honestly, if you're feeling like parenting's hard, particularly if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, stop the podcast, go outside. It's glorious where you are. You're (laughs) probably listening in from Australia. If you're listening to our podcast, enjoy it. Uh, come back to us in a couple of months when you're like, oh, I need a bit more inspiration. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're like, I'm getting a bit down. January can be really tough. You're not doing anything wrong. It's just a hard month. Um, And lots of other parents are feeling the same way. Jen and I have both been there. If you have somebody you can reach out to, send a message to them, organize the easiest possible catch up with them, do that. If you want to reach out to us as well, like I, I said, I'm quite lazy about who I make friends with, but I'm not picky. I love talking to anyone. So if you would like to send us a DM over on Instagram and say, I would like to grow my circle, my chosen town, just the way it is in my home hometown and uh hopefully that gives you a little bit of inspiration but yeah we'd love to hear from you if you have any questions if you have ideas for topics and um and guests you can find us over on instagram at get outside with kids and we will be back again next week with another episode of the podcast